0: This is RAF with Tony Tone and LA.
1: Yo, what's up? You tuned into the legendary random attractive friends. I'm your host, LA. A.K.A. the Love Ambassador, coming straight live and direct. Now, of course, in life, you always need your friends, your besties, your closest people to help you through the hard times and cheer you on during the good times. Well, in that case, it's the one and only, Mister Philly. What's up, Ian?
0: Hey, man, how's it going? Long time.
1: Feeling better? Yeah, no, mate. No. It's been, it's been, uh, it's been a busy month, actually. I think we're. Uh... Both busy with work and life and, and whatnot. But uh yeah, already uh already good figures, mate. We're off off to a roaring start. Um so, so thanks to all the listeners. How's uh what's news, man? How have you been? Good. Just,
0: you know, like you said, New Year's. Everything kind of lining up, getting rolling, seeing how seeing how things will play out and getting a feel for it this January, kind of give us the hint. The future prospects. I don't know. I'm still a little still a little unsure what it brings, but I think it should be pretty steady, I guess. And we'll get through another another year. Twenty twenty two went by really
1: fast. You know what's interesting? uh, 2022, it's in a way it was quick, but in all honesty, when I when I was around sort of December and I thought back to the last New Year's, it was like, bro, it, it felt like it went forever, man. It really did. Anyway, I'm, to. I'm, uh, I'm, going to do I'm going to start it off a little bit, a little bit different. Um, I know this is a is a Christian channel, so I can't be too crude. Woo-hoo! But I've found a couple of funny, dirty jokes that <gasps> I think you know. Even you can uh, even you can let people know on Sunday. So i want going to send a couple to start it off, and then uh, we can talk our usual politics and life. All right. Number one: two men broke into a drugstore and stole all the Viagra. The people. The police put out an alert to be on the lookout for two hardened criminals. Huh?
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I hate
1: it. All right. (laughs) Hey, here's another one. They say that during sex, you burn off as many calories as running eight miles. Who the hell runs eight miles in 30 seconds? (laughs) Nice. All right, here's the next one. What's the difference between kinky and perverted? Kinky is when you tickle your girlfriend with a feather. Perverted is when you use the whole bird. <laughs> what do you call a lesbian dinosaur? <laughs> what do you call a lesbian dinosaur? Philosophers. Could you repeat that one? The previous one was funny, man. Well, it was a ripper, wasn't it? Yeah, it was what good. do you call a lesbian dinosaur a Licholotopus. <laughs> Alright, let's try and find.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, the what? feather one still got me, man. That one was good. I'm gonna I'm gonna that. Steal was that. a real good
1: one with the bird feather, wasn't it? <laughs> what is what what is Moby Dick's dad's name? Papa Bona. <laughs> All right, let's find one more. Oh, my God. <laughs> I actually don't actually... I don't actually understand that one. Honestly, the bird is just like... I'm
0: just thinking of... The bird just, was really
1: the best, wasn't it? <laughs> you can
0: just imagine someone bird, grabbing, that... like,
1: a, a full fucking peacock <laughs> Just like... something. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I'm getting over the older... group <laughs> Uh, Could you imagine just someone grabbing a whole bird like it would go. God damn it. Okay. Uh that was good. I like that. All right, now. now. Uh what's that? What's next out? Oh yeah. So apparently there's this like random balloon that's been flying over America. Like this huge white balloon. Yeah. Which the Chinese have claimed is just like a weather balloon, and it kind of got lost hovering over America, Um, right? mm. But then um, the Americans were like, no, it's actually spying on us. And uh, it became this huge thing in the States, a huge spy balloon. And I was uh, watching this morning that the Americans sent a fighter jet in and launched missiles and shot it out of the sky. Oh, did we? yeah oh Mate, this there's morning footage on it yeah there's footage on it this morning it was above the carolinas somewhere and people are like there was like the commentators like oh man you know he's going straight for the balloon and he's like wait a minute they're missiles and then like yeah so they've shot two missiles and just shot the balloon down oh yeah i see it
0: now nine minutes ago u.s down's chinese balloon drawing a threat from china i mean they didn't have much of a choice i mean Politically speaking, how do you not shoot it down? I mean, okay, here's the thing, man. This is what's sad. Like, I think he could have actually not shot it down and people would have forgotten about this balloon in a week. <laughs> and then you would have guys bring it up again in the debates and all this shit, and everyone would be like, what fucking balloon? What the hell is this guy talking about? Like when they're arguing against Biden, how he's maybe weak on China. Like people's attention and memory are so bad. It's, 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 it really is wild that I really feel that if he didn't, I'm glad he did, I guess. But I mean, they're spying on us in a lot of other different ways. A fucking
1: balloon's not going to make a difference (laughs) to be fair, whether there's a balloon up there or not. Um, But the balloon's kind of like the friendly spy, isn't it? It's kind of like, hey, guys, just just having a look around instead of, like, hacking yeah. into your mainframe and just stealing all your data. You know how they did it in Australia? And Australia it was absolutely genius. Well, I have to yeah. say allegedly, right, for legal reasons, allegedly, yeah. right? So yeah. <laughs> the Bureau of Meteorology, right, which mm-hmm. obviously does all our weather and stuff like that, apparently the bomb um, infrastructure was tied into our military <laughs> and all our satellites and everything like that. So what the, this foreign power has done is tapped into the bombs uh server, hacked into it, and then basically just had a free-for-all for all of the military secrets and everything of Australia.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was, like, unbelievable. It was a couple of years ago they did it. But then it's like, you know, the thing is with military in Australia and military... You know we've got good soldiers, right? Like we've mm-hmm. always produced good soldiers, but recently we've we've been going through a um, uh, a very uh, how do you say woke kangaroo mob lynch mob. Where basically we had our special service guys, our special forces guys, mm-hmm. they put one guy up for in the media for like alleged war crimes and all sorts yeah. of stuff. It was our most decorated soldier, right? And then they basically went against the special forces saying, oh, you're a bunch of like murderers of innocent civilians and blah, 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 blah. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, you send people into another country. Secondly, you you tell them they're the enemy, right, which in many cases they're not wearing uniforms you don't know. And yeah. third, like, of course, if you start killing a whole bunch of people, you're going to go cuckoo, right? Yeah. And fourth and last... They're basically, like, our only line of defence in an invasion. Like, it's, it's we've basically got, you know, this small group of specially trained soldiers that are just absolutely phenomenal. They're just, like, phenomenal. Like, four guys will hold off, like, enormous amounts. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, hacking into it, we've got super old jets. We've got, like, these submarines. So our submarines that we're replacing, right, yeah, the problem, the, the problem was when they initially made them, was that they they were too noisy, and and I know you're thinking like, in, as an American, you think, oh, it's too noisy, maybe like a little bit dip, 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 dip 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 and someone picks it up on a radar. No, these fuckers were like an outboard 180 when they first <laughs> made them, like, <laughs> it's like you can you imagine trying to go into a fucking war and trying to be all, all stealth? You got these fucking submarines, like, so yeah. Look, I mean, people have hacked into our military. Bar the yank shit, I don't know what else they're really going to find. We'll be like fighting invaders off with fucking barbecue tongs, mate. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, you guys don't have a very big population. Yeah.
0: And you have a huge coast, so like they can just <laughs> come from anywhere they wanted, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know, but the military in the US is obviously also going through a lot of uh, a lot of problems, right? They can't reach their recruiting goals and all these other things. But then it's like you, 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 you I think the, the Pentagon, at least the last I heard, there was like they were off. I think we mentioned off by fifty percent, fifty percent off. They couldn't
1: get hit their recruiting target. And- you no, know, honestly, in terms, if if I was President Xi, but I was going to invade Taiwan now, would be the perfect time. You can't recruit. You've got literally like no reserves in the West or like America or Europe. Apparently they've used like five to seven years of javelin supplies in Ukraine in oh, a yeah. year. Yeah, we gave Ukraine everything. <laughs> there's like they've got no what those howitzer ammunition left, they're, they're borrowing it from Korea, Like there's no ammunition left. The whole thing's a joke man. but even if they wanted to fight a war against the chinese they wouldn't be able to so yeah it's kind of it's all it's a all, weird state of play it's all politics
0: dude like they still like it, it always depends who's in charge right like when you like now you have biden in charge who's bought bought and paid for by china so of course he is going to push and his administration his whole administration is probably bought and paid for by china allegedly I don't know do i have to say that while i get sued probably so allegedly probably are but can't confirm that but would assume they are um they're obviously going to make russia to be the big bad guy right because that works in their interest because they want that chinese money right all this electric vehicle shit all this solar power stuff the only person making money off this is China. Um, which I think our government just blocked us to do some mining in Minnesota to get some of the needed materials for all this stuff. So now, you know, China just did it as well. Man, I've, got,
1: so I've, got, I've, got, I've got shares in the company that have the first cobalt mine in auto. It's so obvious, right? It's so obvious what's going on.
0: It's like they just restrict the supply. They get paid a fuck ton of money and for sure they're getting kickbacks. It's just the way it goes. They have their incentive mm. so in this case of course russia's the big bad guy so let's you know blow up this let's really make the situation in ukraine a, a lot worse than it than it already than it already is let's drag it out let's you know do all these things and you know whether you think ukraine is who's right or who's wrong i don't generally like to get you know like this isn't something that i think anybody should pick a side the only side you can say is like obviously People dying is bad. That's it. You shouldn't say one side is right or one side is wrong.
1: Because war's always the innocent civilians and that's always getting sad, recruited. Right, you're always okay. upset, right?
0: But you know, the more you look into it, the more you see, like, well, you know, those particular portions of ukraine a lot of the people there actually didn't want to be with ukraine they didn't like that the previous president was ousted there was constantly fighting going on anyway between the separatists and the and the other uh like the pro-ukrainian forces have been going on for years and years And there's a peace treaty in place right between those two regions between the separatist region and the greater ukraine region so like it's not so easy to just come in and be like oh they're right they're wrong Right. It's like it's like no different than with the whole like uh, Israel thing, like who's right, who's wrong? It's like you don't, you know, politically, depending on what side you're on, of course, you have there's there's a clear cut. We're with them. We're with them. But at the same time, you can't be so blind to be like, okay, you know, I'm from the West. I love Israel. I'm not saying I do. I'm just using an example. But you can't just say not that I don't either. I'm going to leave it open to interpretation. But. You can't say that what they did was you know perfectly okay, and everything that happened to lead up to the situation was definitely not their fault, and it was just you know blah blah blah. Like you, it's it. None of these things are so simple that it's just easy to be like, oh, they're right, they're wrong.
1: Of course, you always feel yeah, bad. It's all, it's, all, it's always it's always complicated, you know. Like yeah. you can be like, well, they're wrong for they're wrong for doing this and that part. Then the other side's also launching four thousand missiles into civilian population. You know, so. Yeah, it, it becomes a chicken and egg scenario. Yeah, that just exactly. kind of keeps on rolling on. Um Look, I, I, I think the, the biggest the biggest concern that I actually have is is you've got this tension now between you. You had a dominant superpower that's by itself after the Soviet Union and the United States. Now you've got China coming up with their their alliances, and again, they don't have to be. Under the sphere of America, it's, it's fair enough; they're, they're big enough to do their own thing. But you essentially, now, essentially, now we're seeing the start of a new Cold War. The the difference is, is that the West is no longer as powerful as it once was going into it previously against the Soviet Union. And I, I think now, what we're also witnessing is after the, you know, what is it? Nearly well, three decades, three decades or so. Let later, the West is a victim of its own success. It's a very similar thing to kind of how Rome kind of imploded on itself for being so big for so long. Yeah. And now the problem is also is that, as you said, with this sort of scarcity of resources for the green technology, I mean, let's look, for example, 60% of lithium comes out of the core triangle in South America, right? Which is mm. Bolivia Chile, and Argentina. Yeah. I mean, you can read from anyone from the left on Komsky to anyone on the on the alt-right or whatever it is, Americans have been really dirty with all their operations in Central and South America for yeah. decades, right? So um. now they're turning around to the same people that they basically put in Pinochet that killed however millions of Chileans and now turning around to them saying, oh, by the way, we've got a really good relationship with you guys. Can we have your lithium for our Ford pickups? and so now it gets even more complicated because now you've got a legacy of of all mm. the actions and then you've now got a rise of um accountability for colonization and everything like that with the west you've yeah. got people now that we're seeing in australia where the the treasurer literally came out and wrote a 6000 word manifesto saying that all all economics and neoliberalism and everything that's been put in place for the last 50 years is essentially a crock of shit. And I, with my team, well, he has absolutely no financial degrees or anything like that. He has an arts degree where he wrote a thesis on one of our ex-prime ministers who ironically implemented all of these incredible economic reforms that made the country prosperous. Mm. And he's basically going to go wipe it out. And so now he's like, Well, we need to have a new age of capitalism, which is fairer or more equal and everything like that. But now big business is like, Well, you're kind of backed by the unions and they've already implemented these laws that we haven't seen since the early nineteen eighties. So an example of it is like you can have twenty people working, either I think it's full or part time, which any restaurant would ever will be. Yeah. So the unions, let's say, in the restaurant industry, you can go to one person saying, mate, it's minimum 40 bucks an hour you're going to pay someone, right? Blah, blah, yep. blah. This is law. And then go around to every single person that owns a restaurant with 20 people saying that the rate's now 40 bucks. So there's this, this, this attack on kind of small business and whatnot. And then the society at large is like, we don't care because gender and climate change, I'm not arguing with it, but that to the, that to the people is more important. As the treasurer running the economy is like, nah, fuck everything. We're just going to do our own little experiment here. It's Mm -hmm. like you haven't seen that. You haven't seen that in Western countries. So the Western countries now are starting to kick all their own goals. So I think overall, yes, we're entering a new kind of Cold War era, but we're entering where where the countries that were once prosperous are, are bringing themselves down for no reason. Suck so, incredible. How many trillions of dollars are you going to spend to try and put your, your grid that once you achieve it, all right, we're all going to be in solar panels and windows and everything like that, but we've spent trillions of dollars to the people, our education. I heard the other day, so Sydney, so the, the mm. people will know is Sydney, that are listening to it, right? The state that Sydney is in is known as New South Wales. Yeah. Do you know that New South Wales, as a state, its education system has had the biggest fall in standards in the world. Everyone else, like the biggest drop in educational standards in the world, one of the biggest drops. Mm. It's like, you, you know, I mean, I know, we, I know we like to think that it's going to be kind of an easy, she'll be right sort of way, and look, to a large extent it probably will be. But I think that there's just so many things going on at the moment that's just trigger points. And I and I worry, I do. I generally kind of worry for the younger people coming through because they've never experienced hardship and then one day it's gonna hit them that you know, all at once, and, and they're not they're not prepped. They're not prepped to deal with it. And I'm not talking prep as in doomsday prep. I'm talking about prep like, you know, as life goes on, you deal with harder things and you deal with some shit and you push it against the wall and you question yourself and being and you know, you have to really rely on family and friends and everything like that to pull through stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, people get through it. But if you've had a life of just a bubble, then then what sort of happens? I mean, yeah. do you think that's where we're heading? you think there's something different going on? I'm not sure, man. I,
0: I don't know, really. Um, I think there's a lot of weird stuff going on. So, But I think the younger kids will have a tough time sure that that goes without saying i do think it's interesting in some communities in the us parents have gotten together and pretty much rather than send their kids to public school started like their own community school where they hire a teacher homeschooling
1: home. is going through the yes, roof America. Yes.
0: i think uh, honestly the only way to sort these issues is look as the government gets bigger everything's going to get worse this is the way it is so the only way you can prevent them from getting their claws into everything is by you know just getting your getting yourself and your kids out of the system and not being uh not being you know stuck to the stuck to that not having them go through public school which now has nothing to do with like learning it's more about you know indoctrinating which is generally most government schools anyway i mean you had a good run of it for however many years but usually the schools are meant to instill some usually it was meant to instill some type of nationalism in you right but now it's like completely the opposite it's just completely wonked so why would you send your kid there right especially when you're how competing. Would you
1: how would you explain it how would you explain your way of thinking so if i was i was to talk to say with my my buddy that's more of a of a lefty, and he would listen to that he would say, oh, well, that's this kind of conspiracy theorist, you know, they're, they're, that, they're going against sort of the mainstream and there's nothing wrong with the schools because they should be getting along as a society and the society is still looking after them and and we can't have this because then it's then it's a sort of form of chaos. I mean, how would you explain to a person that I guess is sort of pro the system why you think it's an important thing to to take them out from your opinion? Is to take out the schools. Is to take your kid out of the schooling system because they would say, well, oh. "Well, that's that's not a mainstream idea. That's like kind of, you know, that's quite out there or alt right or whatever it is." I mean, s- the schooling s- system's just there to keep them maths and science, and that's right wing propaganda that they're that they're that they're teaching yeah. wokeism. I mean, look, if how if, would if, you explain if, it to them?
0: Yeah, I mean, okay. If you say that they're teaching wokeism as propaganda, I mean, they have critical race theory in class. Like, there's, there's plenty of you know stories and evidence, and you can say it's anecdotal or whatnot. But I mean, I think we all know the, the case. I mean, my 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 younger sibling went through some of the stuff they were teaching in class too, where you pretty much don't agree with it, but you just don't say anything because it's just crap, right? And now you just hear more and more. You see all the time. There was just a Rutgers professor who was saying something that like all white people had to be punished. This was a this is a college professor. Right. Now, you know, you 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 hear about all these different, uh you know, teachers uh in elementary school. Like when I was there, you know, we learned, OK, slavery was bad, blah, 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 blah. But we didn't spend too much time on it because it was over with. Right. And if you really wanted to go back and look at it, it's like everybody had slaves at one point in time. So why keep digging something up that's just going to make people dislike each other more? Right. We're supposed to all be, you know, move past all this and be one cohesive group. But I mean, it's not propaganda. I mean, any I mean, look at the Soviet Union or any communist system. You go to their school, they teach you what they want you to know. And they even try to get you to a point where you rat on your own parents, which was common, right? They would see it's if common you know, in Poland. If, yeah, if your parents yeah. said something that was out online, the kid would go tell the teacher, and then you know you would be you know your parents. Who knows what would happen to them? Maybe they get locked up, and then you become property of the state, or who and who knows what what happens? But to say that
1: and to and to people and to people listening to this that have grown up in a democracy that think that's far fetched, I can tell you for a fact that's what was happening in Poland when my mom was growing up, and she's like. Kids kids would come in and say, Oh, you know, Mum and Dad were listening to the radio and said this about so and so and then they you know, dad'd just disappear. Or the kid had just disappear, you yeah. know, like it's just it was ha- it was happening all the time. I mean the, and, and, it, and it created an inter it created a very, very interesting scenario where the parents for their own safety didn't trust the children. Yeah, they just didn't trust talking about anything really about around their children at all in case they'd snitch. Yeah, so see, like
0: you can't say that it's not something that hasn't happened before, and we already have even in instances of non, say, super, you know, socialist countries. Like, look at look at Scandinavia and some of the countries in Europe. Man, like if the state you send your kid to school and the teacher, you know, maybe thinks something isn't right at home, she can report you to the state and. The 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 criteria for having your kids taken away from you is pretty low. Like if you even discipline your kids there, there's a case for them to take your kids away from you.
1: If you discipline your kids in I think Melbourne, no, you can be taken to court in charge uh, of the soul.
0: Yeah. So it's it, it,
1: there's no there's no reason. Look, if I would say that if you went to school
0: and all they taught you was English, math, and science. I don't even know, like, the problem now is, like, the history that they teach in school is just such garbage that I don't even know if it's even worthwhile having them teach history. Like, I think kids would be better off just getting themselves taught. Like, read read a book on your own, because the history they teach now is how, you know, how evil, you know, white people are. And it's like, well, you know, everybody was a dick back then. Like find me
1: one. I had, this discussion, like... I had this discussion at lunch yesterday. And I said, well, well, when does it actually end? Because okay, so theoretically, we do work off the fact and we're not denying that through a, through a large period of colonial times, white people will complete cunts. Pardon my French, right? So then, okay, so then there's the apology. Then there's a form of I would imagine reparations, or what, what they're trying to propose in Australia what the the hardcore left is trying to propose is we pay like a rent as compensation. So we pay like $100 a week or something. So once you're past pay your reparations, or, you, or to African-Americans for slavery, you pay your reparations. Then does that mean that you said, I'm sorry, you've paid the money, so you're, you're in theory equal to where the white people are, that that's it? So then can you – Didn't then is the society actually therefore equal and you can't turn around and say, oh, well, we were slaves or the Indigenous people can be like, you put us all on missionaries and, and you killed us off and you ruined our land and we can't go back to our land anymore. And you go, okay, well, we're sorry and we apologise profusely. Here's, I don't know, $100 billion and you each get $5 million each. Then what happens? It's a very interesting theory uh, – philosophical debate because if you'd say to someone I'll give you five million dollars because of the wrongs we've done but now we're completely even and for the rest of now into history you can't say anything else because we've we've apologized and we've amended because otherwise if you think about it it will never ever end because a Polish person could get along with the German and then be friendly with them and 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 eat and do business and go to each other's weddings and intermarry and whatever, but there's still going to be like, "Nah, you, you screwed over Poland for six years." Yeah, you apologized and you gave us some money, but you still, you still screwed it over. So then, what happens five hundred years time? When even, even now, if you would talk to the grandkid of a German that was his grandfather was a Nazi, he had nothing to do with it. It's not his fault, you know. He's he's doesn't have blood on his hands from what was being done. So I mean what do you think the actual answer is? Because otherwise it's just indefinite. You're indefinitely you're indefinitely guilty.
0: Yep. The answer is to not talk about it and get the fuck over it. That's the only that look you you can't
1: just because you're lucky you're would say to you you can't say that. Because I'm the victim, I've been victimized, but so you, sh- you can't. I can't just easily get over I, it as you can. You're, you haven't been victimized. That's yeah, the thing. Like you, you weren't.
0: You weren't. You're. You aren't. You aren't. First of all, you aren't a slave anymore, right? It's just it doesn't exist. Like, and there's places in Africa that still have slavery via other, you know, like North Africa. You hear about like Libya and shit. It's like freaking slave markets going on there. I don't see people marching in the street protesting that, you know, they're all just fucking selfish. Least, slavery. Oh yeah. yeah, they still do. It, it, it's, 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 it's selfish. That's all it is. It's just selfishness. Like they just, they think they can get a payout and they're going to go for it and they blame their quality of life on something else. Like you're, how can you say, you know, like if you're in Australia and let's say you, you're. Or even, okay, I don't use Australia, I'm not from there, but let's say you're from the U.S., right, and you're African. You can't tell me that all, the whole entire African population has, you know, can't succeed in the U.S. It's just not true. It's just not true. And there's plenty of programs that are specifically tailored only to African Americans, right? No one else is allowed to apply. No one else is allowed to get the scholarships. There's no quotas for other people, well, maybe for some other ethnicities, but not whites. Um you're already getting a lot of benefits, right? You're already being given this, but you don't need it anymore, actually. Like now it has nothing to do with race. It has to do with socioeconomic living standard. That's it. Like if
1: being socioeconomic living standard doesn't mean anything.
0: Like it's if you're poor, that's different, right? You can be rich and black and be fine. If you're poor and black or you're poor and white, you're in the same boat. Like, you know, there's plenty of poor white Americans who live in the fucking boonies, who have no opportunity, have nothing, and live like absolute backwater trash, and they don't have a chance to get out of it. So, no, I don't, like, just move on with your life. Get over it. If you really are so upset you're here, then you can, you know, go back, right? There's plenty. like, you don't see the Irish protesting in the streets for how they were treated when they first came here. They were treated almost
1: as bad. Like everyone that was non white Anglo Saxon Protestant was exactly right? the, they the, all treated like the Jews were treated like shit. the Catholics were the you know the noggies but like, one, once you open that can and one like you it should never it
0: should never have been said you know you can say like yes it was a horrible thing that happened of course slavery is always a bad thing I'm not saying it you know it was bad but you know, just in the U.S.'s case, a whole war was fought to end the damn
1: thing. I think. I think like, also, apart from slavery, you had you had the the, the what was called the redlining, where there wasn't the access to the same credit and infrastructure, and because the 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 places were were therefore poorer, because especially in places like Georgia, they didn't have access to the same funds and whatnot, so they couldn't take out loans and build businesses and ownership and everything like that. That they were even up to sixties, early seventies, there was there was a disparity. But like you said, if there is programs in place and if there is loans that are in place and everything like that, then then maybe there is an element of like, okay, well, it is wrong, but we also need time to we put we put everything in place, but we also need time for it to kind of play out to give opportunities to everyone to kind of bring equal. I mean, the same thing is in Australia, there's. Aboriginals make up about three percent of the population. Yeah, the government spends forty billion dollars a year, right, on Indigenous people, but the problem is, is like even you know when you live in Perth, where I lived in Northbridge, like there's a huge Indigenous population there that are kind of in the parks and you know out and about, and I can assure you, mate, there is not a fucking cent going to those people. There's not. There's not this type of money that's raining in. And so now they're saying there should be an Aboriginal voice in parliament, well, there's 500 tribes of Indigenous people, who's in the voice and who's representing who and who has the interests. Uh, uh, but there's a fundamental issue that is wrong, that there's obviously a whole bunch of white people that are skimming off the top of all this money because where the heck is it going? Because uh, if you have $40 billion, you can spend the 3% of the population on healthcare, education, you can turn to them and say, all right, the government's subsidizing your loans and it's one percent for an interest. The whole time that I was in Perth, I never saw any Indigenous people working in offices. I didn't see them in shops. I didn't see them driving taxis. I didn't see them selling stuff at the markets. Like so that that's another that's another thing as well that that, yeah, like you said, there's a lot in place to help the people, but there's also a lot of people using the suffering of others to profiteer off it. I've got a bunny of mine that's involved in social services here, Rob, right? mm. And the Sudanese gangs were fighting near my house and they was fighting with some, like, Arabic guys and Islanders and they stabbed and killed one of them just recently. And I just said to him, mate, like, what's going on? You know, you're you a frontline soldier and this sort of stuff. And he said, don't even get me started, mate. He said, I'm in here. I'm setting up uh, recording studios. I'm setting up youth services. I'm setting up dance services. I'm setting up outreaches. And he said, a lot of these people want to keep all those guys in the street in place because they're making money off doing nothing. They're all pulling 120, 150 grand a year, saying, I'm helping them. And they've never been sitting down with these blokes unless they take a picture (laughs) once a year to pretend that they're doing something. Yep.
0: Yeah, you have that. I I think there's a lot of this. this, You have that where people take the government money and they want. I mean, that's the whole thing is like the that's what they called it in the cities. Right. In U.S. cities, the new Democrat plantations where now you don't you know you're you don't work like you're not on a plantation. But actually, they're just collecting money from you now doing nothing. And they want you to do nothing. They want you to sit there do nothing, not work, be poor, because then they can say, oh, hey, 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 I need more money. Look, I have these, all these issues. And then, yeah, they skim off the top or they get paid a lot of money to never solve the issue. And they want people like that. And sadly, nothing's really changing. I don't know. There's a lot of things that have to change, man. You have to, one, get, you actually have to have programs and get, I don't know if the ship has sailed at this point. Like It should have been something done like right away to assimilate you quickly, right? Like everything's done and it's okay to be proud of where you came from. Right. But if you're not in that place anymore or, or, okay, look, you can do like maybe petition to have a portion of land given to you only, and then you keep that, that portion, then you can never complain again. If you're like an indigenous person, right? Like I would say like maybe what we did with the Native Americans wasn't cool with the reservations. Like we should have given them decent land. I agree with that but maybe do that now and give them some good land and then say, that's it, you get nothing else now, right? This is yours, we'll guarantee your safety, but that's it. Don't complain to us anymore because you don't wanna be a part of the US system, right? You wanna be your own individual culture, tribe, don't wanna deal with us, fine, do that, but don't bitch to us anymore. You figure out everything else on your own. That's the way it should have been done. Either you're with us or we give you some good land where you can make a living, like some farming land or something, And then you guys live how you want to live. Like Amish style, right? The Amish don't like they're still part of the US, but they get a lot of tax breaks and shit. But they don't bother with anybody. They're living their whole own little community. They're like in their own fucking bubble. They're surrounded by all these other people, but they're like, we don't want to be a part of the system. We're doing our own thing. All right? That's it. That's how it should be. Or you be part of the system. But there should never be an ongoing conversation of how how can we help? How can we help? How can we help? Just just rip the bandaid off, right? Give it to them at once, and then say, "This is it now. You're on your own." Or you got to come over here and you got to play by our rules, and see what happens. That that that's the best he can do, I think. And because once you yeah, open gonna, once I'll... you open it up and say it's our fault that you're in this situation, it'll never end. Because even if you give them money and let's say their situation doesn't improve, they're just gonna come back. And it, it's like a it. I would I would equate it to somebody who's probably like addicted to something, right? And they just can't get their life together. Um, they're always going to come ask you for money. But
1: a minute 30 left, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: There's no easy solution. But I think the problem now is, is we've gone the complete wrong direction in terms of, like, instead of saying, oh, embrace your, your culture and background, which you should, embrace your heritage. But now it's like, make it the most important thing about you and that's more important than being American or being Australian or being wherever it is that you immigrated to. Like don't assimilate. You're, you you. should be what you are. So then you have all these little communities that prop up in a country. There's no cohesiveness.
1: Yeah. It's, well, we're it's, going to have to finish yeah. it on that note. And yeah. I, I will say, I think we should be as lucky Dube, the South African artist said, we should all come together as one. Uh, final words. Let's come together as one.
0: Let's whoop, all be. Whoop.
1: All right. Ciao, Bella. See you, man. See you, dude. All right.